Corey Ike, I'm a longtime member of the South Dakota Cattlemen's Association, which is an affiliate of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Uh, actually a past president, 13 and 14 of the state. And right now we're at Dakota Fest serving up, uh, I have round sliced beef sandwiches along with some of them are in the Philly form also. We've been working out of this facility for 20 years now and uh, we've been here ever since basically Dakota Fest has been in Mitchell, South Dakota. So we're out here, you know, multiple reasons, promoting beef somewhat, but it's a little bit preaching the choir, but at the same time, people are always amazed at how easy it is to make a simple deal as uh, I around on a wood-fired grill and have it come out so tender and with next to no seasoning, healthy is, couldn't get a healthier cut of meat than we're serving out here. And we, we do a lot. And it smells outstanding here. And so you guys have eye around sandwiches. And then what else do you have that, that you're serving up here? Well, basically it's one cut of meat. It's just a matter of how we serve it. Uh, our Philly's got a fajita mix and cheese on it. So it's a little bigger sandwich, but you gotta have a choice. Absolutely. All right, so let's talk about the South Dakota Cattlemen's and what you guys do and why it's important that you guys are around and people uh, pay attention and be part of it. Yeah, South Dakota Cattlemen's have been in existence for probably close to 70 years now. They kind of was a merger of cattlemen and cattle feeders at the time is my recollection. I'm not that old, but that's how I think it came about. And so we, we like to believe we represent all the facets of cattle production in South Dakota, East River, Rest River, and the whole deal. We've got a good presence in Pierre, and our, uh, I think all our legislators, we carry a pretty good respect level with everybody. And then South Dakota Cattlemen's is also affiliated with National Cattlemen's Beef Association. We're affiliate there. So through there, through our state policy, we also have an effect on the national policy. And we actually have the president-elect will be coming from, or be the first one to ever come from South Dakota, be Todd Wilkinson from DeSmit, and uh, he'll be the NCBA president next year. So that's a big deal for us. We, we, we've never had one from the state before, so we're pretty proud of that. Uh, well, that, that is a big deal. And are there some issues that, are, that, you're, that you're working on right now that are upcoming that uh, people should know about? There's always something, you know, there's, you know, we're coming off of some pretty tumultuous times with uh, Holcomb Fire a few years ago and then COVID, it created a lot of angst out in the deal, so we're trying to calm everybody's emotions and, and we're seeing a lot better prices coming up. The cow herd is down, which unfortunately, mostly because of drought, you know, the North Dakota and Montana and that area last few years and of course the southwest is kind of fighting it all the time but Texas and Kansas have been really hit hard so our cow herd numbers are down unfortunately in the country because we, we could use more cows and I'd like to see more cows. Personally we're cow calf feeders and we also are grain farmers too so we, we, we kind of run the full gamut but uh, you know farm bill coming up pretty soon so we're going to be at the table there. The cattlemen are not traditionally an uh, organization that's looking for handouts. Very seldom do we go to government looking for handouts or aid. But we do have the Livestock Indemnity Program, which will cover some terrible uh, events like North Dakota and them had with uh, blizzards. And through some of our pressure, that dollars did get up to help them guys out a little bit. We, we've all been through that. And uh, the Atlas Blizzard in 13 in South Dakota was another one that that kind of helped make things 
little better for some people. But so the farm bill, we want to, you know, our primary deal will be hopefully the government do no harm. The one thing we do ask is conservation programs to be funded. You know, equip and conservation stewardship program, good programs. They do a lot of good for the whole country. You know, especially with in this carbon environment we live in. And uh, so it doesn't good to have the programs if they're not funded. So that will be a high focus deal. And of course, we're gonna hopefully not get the government too much involved in marketing. Give us some final thoughts. Well, I guess everybody said it, not an original thought, but you know, uh, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu, you know? It's been said countless times. And the older I get, the more I deal. It's like if there's any take home, you know, belong to something, but try to belong to something that's positive. The organizations that are always negative, and I won't name any, but just think about it the ones that are always negative, 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 lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. Do you want to belong to something that way? Or do you want to belong to something that does positive in the country? Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us. Oh, well, thanks for your time.